Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan, and for this episode, I'll be doing a recap of stats that stood out to me from the Dream's 94-78 to preseason game loss to the Sun on Sunday, as well as a brief rant on what was a disappointing Atlanta Dream uh, quote-unquote uh, media day uh, today. Uh, but uh, starting with uh, the preseason game where every player received at least 15 minutes of playing time and uh, Coach Wright has just done a, an amazing job uh, making sure every player gets a full look and uh, it helps her, I'm sure, in developing uh, a game plan for the season and how she wants to uh, utilize these players and uh, what position she may want to uh, reach out to in regards to a free agency for players that uh, are cut by their respective teams. And I'll go over that later of uh, a few players that I'd want the, the dream to pick up if they do uh, hit the free agent market. Uh, but the number one thing that stood out to me from uh, the Dreams game against the Sun was uh, Cheyenne Parker uh, playing the most minutes of any Dream player in both preseason games, including uh, the one against the Sun. Uh, she didn't receive the, the start against the Mystics, but um, she started at the five uh, against the Sun, and uh, she played really well again. Like, again, we can't see film, but just looking at the box score, uh, played for about 25 minutes, seven points, three assists, and one rebound. And it just seems like Coach Wright has huge plans for Cheyenne, and uh, she'll play a vital role in what is an undersized uh, front court, especially at the five. Uh, she does have experience playing center, uh, back with her time with the Chicago Sky, and it's just really promising uh, that they're not holding back her minutes. They're actually doing the exact opposite and giving her the most playing time uh, after she did leave uh, early last season for maternity leave. So uh, it just shows that she's in game shape. Uh, she's ready to uh, take on a larger role uh, for this 2022 Dream Team, and uh, she's going to need to be able to make an impact for the, the dream to surprise some people this season. And uh, it's just really promising uh, her receiving this playing time and uh, taking advantage of it as well. And uh, especially uh, the game against the Mystics, like just being able to knock down threes, uh, that would give us a three-point threat uh, at the one through five positions. And that's something that a lot of teams don't have. And it, it just makes us a, a dynamic team and a, a team that will be hard to play against. And people have to respect uh, Cheyenne outside. She's going to get more uh, comfortable looks inside uh, when she's in the paint. So I'm just really excited to see how her game uh, develops over the season and how big of an impact she's able to make in 2022 for the Dream. Uh, but on to the number two thing that stood out to me, and uh, that's Ari McDonald again, just uh, looking like an absolute star. Um, she shot five of six yesterday, including two of three from beyond the arc. Uh, but the highlights that showed, like on the Atlanta Dream uh, media uh, page on Twitter, uh, were her making inside shots. Like everyone knows that she can shoot the three, but um, she showed spurts last season of having really good ball handling skills and just a lot of speed uh, to be able to contribute inside as well. And it, it was just uh, really good seeing that confidence and uh, her being able to find more ways to score and uh, contribute for this Atlanta Dream Team. I'm just really, really uh, excited to uh, see what she brings to Atlanta this season. Uh, I just think she is going to win the 
uh, most improved player of the year award. I, I just think she is just going to have a lights out season. Uh, she uh, again, I had her scoring, uh, averaging above ten points this season, and I, I just really think she puts a stamp on uh, her being the future point guard for the Atlanta Dream for uh, the foreseeable future. I, I just think she's a high impact player and deserves to be a starter in this league and. It will be just vital uh, that uh, the Atlanta Dream give her an opportunity uh, to show if she is going to be uh, that future for them, that foundation, that point guard for them uh, in the future. Uh, it's great that we brought Erica Wheeler along. She's obviously a, a really good player, 2019 All-Star, uh, averaged uh, close to five assists, but it, we got to give Ari the, the opportunity she needs to potentially be the, the starter next season. Like she didn't get last season the, the opportunity to be be able to do that for this season in the uh, limited minutes she received. So that's something I'll majorly be looking for uh, in the regular season opener against the Wings. Uh, I wonder starting uh, at the two, and I'll go over the player that did start there for the preseason game who played really well, but uh, Ari has to get her minutes, and she gives us the best opportunity to win when she does receive those minutes. Uh, but my the number three thing that stood out to me is Christy Wallace, who um, got the shot at the start at the two position. And uh, she's continued just shooting lights out, just like she did uh, against the Mystics in the first preseason game. Uh, she shot four of six from the floor, floor for 11 points. And for right now, um, I see her as like a momentum-changing guard. Uh, when the Dream really need to knock down some shots, we'll put her in. Uh, again, I haven't been able to see game film to see how well she's doing in her other aspects of the game. But again, I, I just really think we're going to see more Ari McDonald. We'll slide uh, Ryan Howard to the two for some minutes. Uh, but I just really primarily uh, see us using Christy Wallace for offense for right now and then as the season progresses, uh, we can see if other parts of our game level up as well, and if she's going to be uh, another piece of the, the Atlanta Dream's future beyond this season. And I would not be surprised if she was. Um, she was a former 2018 second-round pick of us, and it's great that she's finally getting an opportunity in the WNBA, and I, I hope she takes full advantage of this opportunity. Uh, but the fourth thing uh, that stood out to me... Uh, was that uh, Monique Billings was uh, still cold from the floor, but just continues to contribute. Uh, she shot two of eight, uh, but I, I just still am confident that she is going to have a career season for the Dream uh, in what looks like she'll be at the five position unless we make a move. Uh, but she contributed in every way. She still got nine points, five rebounds, three steals, and three blocks. Just someone that makes a huge impact, a consistent consistently on the defensive side of the floor and is a tough player to play against with the hustle that she plays with. And it's really good that she's here at least for another season with Atlanta. Uh, number five, uh, Ryan Howard uh, not having uh, the, the shot that she had uh, against the Mystics last game, but uh, Coach Wright still uh, decided to keep her in for a chunk of minutes. She played the second most minutes behind Cheyenne Parker with around 24. I think that's great that Wright was still showing that confidence in Ryan Howard because she is a rookie. Uh, she is going to have uh, games where it, it's going to feel a little harder for her, uh, where the, the shots aren't going to fall. And 
she's going to have to find other ways to, to make an impact, to, to be able to contribute and uh, find a way to help the Atlanta Dream win. And it's something that she did at Kentucky. And uh, what I thought in just willing them uh, to the ter- to the NCAA tournament last season. And uh, I think she can still contribute in different ways like she did there. Uh, she uh, only had three points uh, in this game, but she also had three assists, two rebounds, and one block. And uh, even in games where uh, her shot is falling in, she's in rhythm, uh, in order to stay on the floor, she's going to have to continue to uh, find ways to, to make an impact in every way on both sides of the floor. And I, I think this was a good experience for her. Again, hard to say anything more with not being able to see the actual game film. But like, again, I, I just really appreciate uh, Coach Wright still playing her for a chunk of minutes, even though she was struggling from the floor. It, it's just bodes for a, a promising season for her to get a full opportunity uh, to show that she's a superstar and that she is the uh, foundation of the Atlanta dream. And she <laughs> is the, the first overall pick, and she's going to get an opportunity to show that uh, she was the player worth trading for uh, to uh, make her that number one overall pick. But uh, on to uh, number six and what stood out to me, and that's the other Atlanta dream 2021, sorry, 2022 draft pick and Naz Hillman. And I think she's just going to force the Atlanta Dream to to play her more uh, sooner than I was expecting, especially if uh, we go with a a lineup that has uh, Parker and Billings at the five primarily. Uh, uh, During the game, it looked like, again, hard to tell completely with just looking at the box scores, but from what it looked like, uh, she was playing directly behind Mia Coffey at the four. And uh, that should lead to at least like 15 to 20 minutes a game for the start. And that's just great for uh, a second round rookie. And again, I don't believe that she deserved to go to the second round. I had her in the top five, uh, but it's amazing that she should get uh, some minutes every game where she gets to, to play with Ryan Howard and uh, hopefully Ari McDonald's on the floor at the same time. And we get to see um, our foundation and our youth uh, play a chunk of minutes together like we didn't get last season uh, with Arian Kennedy. Uh, I just really want uh, our future core to, to get an opportunity to show uh, the fans and uh, the organization what we have uh, in these young stars. And I just really think there's a, a lot of hope and potential. Uh, but just going back specifically uh, to Naz Hillman, uh, she scored seven points along with five rebounds and one assist. So uh, just another solid contribution. And again, I just think she's going to make uh, teams regret not picking her uh, earlier in the draft. As I just really think she's going to make an impact um, from season one. But uh, lastly, the, the thing I want to go into, and this will lead into me talking about some free agency uh, players that I may be interested in. And uh, that's Kia Vaughn uh, not playing uh, for either preseason game. And the only other player not to play uh, was Tiffany Hayes, but she's, of course, overseas still. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really curious to see uh, what our plan is with her. Was it just a decision to rest her because she is – uh, an older veteran on the team, like did we just want to make sure she was completely rested uh, leading up to the regular season? Or uh, is there something more behind this decision? Are we 
going to be pursuing someone uh, that's been cut from uh, another team to fill that role and to get a, a younger center in the lineup, which uh, to me would make sense as we've got a, uh, enough veteran leadership uh, inside with uh, Nia Coffey and Cheyenne Parker and Monique Billings that have all played uh, four plus seasons. So um, having another uh, veteran in the lineup might not be the most beneficial thing if we can uh, de develop another center prospect because it, it's not a guarantee that we get um, a high caliber center prospect in uh, next year's draft. So just taking those uh, chances on a, a younger prospect to see if they'll fit in the future is, I, I think, really important. So uh, it's just going to be really interesting and uh, if we do decide to go with Kia Vaughn, again, she has a, a lot of experience in this league. Uh, I'm sure uh, she would be beneficial. I just uh, will be really uh, looking closely uh, at the WNBA transactions to see if the Dream do make a move or if they're going to keep her in the lineup and how many minutes she actually plays uh, and what we would do with, like, what would be the ripple effect with Cheyenne Parker and Loney Billings and uh, would Nia Coffey move back to the three? Like just so many uh, things to think about if she is put back in the lineup and how uh, we would utilize her and uh, how it changes the, the Dream's overall game plan. Uh, but uh, assuming that we do uh, make another move, uh, I just want to go over some players that I would be interested in the Dream getting and with bringing up uh, replacements potentially for Akia Vaughn. I just want to go over a couple of centers uh, that I would uh, be interested in. Uh, one would be uh, bringing uh, a former Dream player back into the fold, uh, a former Chicago Sky player in Stafford uh, that was cut from the Chicago Sky. Uh, but personally, uh, my top prospect at center is a, a draft pick from this season uh, with the Seattle Storm currently. I'm sorry, with the um, LA Sparks currently and uh, Olivia Nelson Adota. And uh, yeah, their uh, roster construction is really tight right now. And it, it wouldn't be too big of a shocker uh, her hitting the, the open market and giving the, the dream an opportunity to sign her. Uh, in her lone preseason game for the Sparks, uh, she had a double double where she earned 15 points, 12 rebounds, five assists two blocks and one steal. Uh, if she becomes available, um, I absolutely want the Atlanta Dream to pounce. Uh, that's obviously uh, a player that could uh, bring major contributions and fill a need for uh, the Atlanta Dream this season. Like the, the only true center that we have on the roster right now is Kia Vaughn. So uh, in bringing uh, Nelson Adota on, uh, she can still play the same amount of minutes to start as Vaughn would. Uh, as she gets used to the system, like playing uh, around 15 minutes a game. And then um, hopefully as the season progresses, uh, she fights for more and more minutes uh, throughout the season and everything. I, I just think that this is a win-win situation and allowing a player to see if she can fit into um, the future foundation as well. And if she doesn't, it's not a major risk. It's not a, a, a guaranteed contract this early in their career, but... Uh, we have to take these shots to see uh, who's going to be a part of our future. And if, if we do nail on some of these signings, it's going to progress our rebuild to uh, help us be competing at a faster rate. And as you've heard in my other episodes, like I'm really bullish 
um, on the stream team with a, a mix of veterans and younger players. Uh, getting more skill into the lineup is going to be beneficial in uh, making that more of a reality uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, but moving on to uh, some prospects at shooting guard at the two position, uh, I just think there's also a high chance uh, that we may look for signing in this position group with Tiffany Hayes being overseas for uh, potentially like four to six games uh, while she's still playing in Turkey. Uh, and a couple of players that really stick out, one, uh, if you've heard previous episodes from me, uh, you know I'm a huge fan of Jasmine Dickey and uh, out of Delaware, and I, I just think she would be a, a huge asset to, to bring on the team. And uh, she tied for the fewest minutes uh, with Dallas Wings uh, in their victory today. Um, she only played 13 minutes, but she shot 6 of 11 from the floor uh, for 15 points. Uh, so just, uh, again, if you heard my previous episode, sorry if I'm repeating, but I just really think she's uh, similar to Courtney Williams, who we had last season is now with the Connecticut Sun. But uh, just a player that's a, a high-volume player, uh, sorry, a high-volume uh, sh- shooter, uh, that contributes in multiple ways. Uh, she tries to get rebounds. She plays hard defensively. She's just uh, just the, the total package um, at that guard slash forward position. And I just think she would be a huge grab for the dream if the, the wings decide they don't want to uh, continue forward with her. Um, the other player uh, also has a, a pretty big chance uh, to hit the, the open market as well as uh, Avina Westbrook uh, out of UConn that's currently with the Seattle Storm. And uh, in her lone preseason game, uh, she really helped the uh, Seattle Storm uh, win in a comeback uh, victory over the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, she scored 15 points going 4-6 from the floor, uh, and she also had four rebounds and two assists. Just a, another player with immense talent and high potential and uh, yeah, it, it's not too far of a stretch to think that she would uh, not make the storm just with how tight they are uh, in cap space and uh, the limited roster spots they have right now. I believe they only have uh, two more openings with uh, like four remaining players. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if she makes the cut or if she'll be a player that uh, available for the Atlanta Dream. Uh, going with my biasness, uh, if both of these players end up being available, I would want to go with uh, Jasmine Dickey. I, I just watched uh, a lot of film on her uh, leading up to the, the draft, and I wanted to dream the, to pick her back when uh, we had two second-round picks before we ultimately made the trade with the Mystics to get that first overall pick and get Ryan Howard. Uh, it would just be a, a big uh, haul if we were able to, to get Dickey. Like I, I originally wanted and have Naz Hillman and Ryan Howard. I, I would just be just completely stoked and excited. But uh, we'll see what the uh, Atlanta Dream decide to do. And if they'll uh, want to sign a shooting guard, if we get a center, or if we just stick uh, with the lineup that we've had and the, the lineup that they've been training uh, this entire training camp, the, the system they're trying to put in place. So just really, really curious to, to see what happens. And uh, I thought that uh, my curiosity, like I thought I was going to get some answers today uh, with this supposing to be uh, the Atlanta Dream Media Day today. And uh, unfortunately, uh, to me, uh, it was severely lacking. Uh, 
uh, I, I was just so excited to see uh, player interviews like last season, uh, be able to, to hear the players talk about uh, what they want to accomplish this season, uh, what's the feel of the environment, like the, the change with uh, being on the team last year to this year with like Monique Billings and Aaron McDonald, uh, players returning to Atlanta and Mia Coffey and Erica Wheeler. Uh, interviews with Ryan Howard and Nats Hillman on what they want to accomplish in year one and just being able to see um, the players' personalities in general. And then also see what um, the media would be able to glean off of uh, Coach Wright and what she expects for the season, how she uh, expects to, to fill that five position or what to do uh, while we're waiting for Tiffany Hayes to, to get back into the fold. So. Uh, it's really disappointing that there were no such interviews, at least today. I don't know if there's going to be a another event planned before the the season and everything. But uh, yeah, like the the only image we got on Twitter was a a picture of like a a unique car and everything. And on Instagram, like there was a like a, a cute reel and everything where we got like uh, Monique Billings and Erica Wheeler. Uh, being sung happy birthday to uh, by the, the rest of the team. Um, some pictures of Ryan Howard and Naz Hillman together, but uh, overall, it, it's just not what I was wanting uh, as an Atlanta Dream fan. I, I would I would have liked to have more of that uh, cute content where uh, there's team building activities and pictures together and everything, along with uh, concrete player interviews to see how the players are feeling in general and everything and just get more excited um, for the season that's ahead. But again, I'm hoping that uh, something like this happens soon and the, there'll be uh, player interviews before the Dallas Wings game on Saturday. There's still time for that to take place. Uh, but in being told this was a media day, it, it was just uh, disappointing that there wasn't more content and more things to chew on uh, as an Atlanta Dream fan. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for this episode. Again, uh, just a lot planned for the rest of the week leading up to uh, the season opener on Saturday against the Dallas Wings. Uh, I want to continue with the, the player profiles. I'm pretty confident that Christy Wallace is on the team. Um, so I will be doing her player profile tomorrow. And then uh, hopefully there's more clarity or uh, finalization in the roster uh, on Wednesday to do those remaining two player profiles. And then uh, I will also do uh, a season preview on uh, what, do I, what I expect from the Atlanta Dream and uh, what things uh, would make this a, an accomplished season uh, for the Dream that would make me happy as a fan. And not all of them will include or uh, you know, be dependent on the Dream making the playoffs. Uh, obviously, one of my things is going to be Ari McDonald receiving the opportunity uh, she deserves, and Ryan Howard and Naz Hillman also getting those opportunities, but uh, yeah, just a, a lot uh, that I'm looking forward to as a Dream fan, and I'm hoping to see uh, throughout the season, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you later.